Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. What a year it's been, e-commerce friends. Working with so many entrepreneurs, I've seen a lot of amazing growth, new businesses that have been created and are flourishing, and others who have struggled. It's been quite the fucking roller coaster, hasn't it? But with such big shifts and changes come lessons, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Funny enough, when I was prepping this episode, I was invited to speak on another podcast answering the same question, what have we learned about e-commerce in 2020? If I make the final cut, I'll be sure to share it with you as it features lots of different experts in the space, all sharing their own perceptions of the business this year. But if I had to narrow this year down to one overarching lesson, it's that the e-commerce industry is still in its infancy and there is tremendous room for growth. Think about the growth some of you saw in mid-2020, and I can bet that while a lot of you aren't quite holding on to all of that increase, you're definitely keeping some of it because you got a good amount of new customers. Some of us probably ended up with more new customers than we even thought was possible. Because when you're in the e-commerce business and completely consumed by it, we think everyone else is too. If you're an Amazon Prime user, you assume everyone has Amazon Prime. If you do the majority of your shopping online, you think everyone else does too. But when brick and mortar shut down at the beginning of the year, the numbers showed us the opposite. The experience of lockdown and supply chain issues meant that more people were moving to buying online and smaller e-commerce businesses were being discovered because the consumer's top priority was availability. And the resulting increases in e-com were so big, it showed us that before COVID, e-commerce was a very small percentage of retail spending as a whole. But even with all of that increase, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, e-commerce sales only accounted for 16% of retail sales in the second quarter of 2020. Now, it was a 44% increase over the same time the previous year, but only 16%. That's so little. So here's the deal. I don't think brick and mortar is ever going to truly go away. There are some products that no matter how hard you try, you can't really replicate the in-store buying experience. Plus, some people shop in person just for the fun of shopping. I'm definitely one of those people. Whether it's with friends and grabbing lunch or even just to have time to myself. Shopping in stores, touching and feeling the merchandise, trying things on, like that experience isn't going to go away completely anytime in the near future. 
So cool. We know now that there's still room for growth in e-commerce, but what does that actually mean? What is this telling us? So one, the e-commerce space is going to become even more competitive. And two, there's going to be more innovation. So let's break this down. When it comes to competition, I expect to see more entrepreneurs and D2C brands pop up in the space, especially because the barrier to entry is so low and even lower with the innovation we've seen this year. But also, all those big companies that had a large brick-and-mortar footprint who are not renewing leases and they're closing a lot of stores, those resources are going to be reallocated to the e-commerce division of their business. In terms of innovation, think over this past year at how many technological advances we've seen. Facebook launched Facebook Shops and partnered with Shopify and other e-commerce platforms to help merchants get on there faster. Shopify also updated their platform and released a new theme to support more small businesses and restaurants so they could easily operate online. There are new platforms starting to make a name for themselves like Gatsby, who helps you identify influencers from your customer base. And I expect that to just be the tip of the iceberg, really. If you thought the internet moved fast before, I would say brace yourself, friends. Okay, so it's not all great news, right? It's going to be more competitive and it's going to move faster. So how do you keep up and win in 2021? It comes down to two simple, not necessarily easy, but simple things. One, dig deep to understand your customer. And two, be nimble. Not only do we need to understand their wants and their needs, but we need to be able to adjust what we're doing to meet those as we go. A good example of this was at the height of the pandemic when supply chains were struggling. While we know younger generations are typically more brand loyal than their older counterparts, when push came to shove, the availability of products was the number one deciding factor in where people made purchases. This did work out for a lot of smaller e-com brands, so there was a plus side. But there were a lot of brands that made quick pivots in their businesses to meet those demands as well. We saw companies making masks and hand sanitizer, even if that wasn't traditionally part of their business model. That's a pretty extreme example, of course, but it's a good way to illustrate how keeping your finger on the pulse of what's happening in the market and making those adjustments quickly can be a huge benefit to your business. Another good example was the shift in apparel. People no longer going to the office, mostly living in loungewear. If you only carried work apparel and made no attempt to expand your line, there would be little chance for you to survive that. The biggest message I see here is that it's not enough to just exist. E-commerce and customer behavior is a living, breathing organism. And as CEOs and marketers, we need to be along for the ride. And as you can see, it trickles down across your organization from your inventory management and operations to your email marketing and social media. Who remembers the email from the airline? I can't remember which airline it was, but they sent an email about going on vacation when everything was locked down and you couldn't go anywhere. And that's where being nimble comes in. And it's a power you have by being a small business. 
I spent the majority of my career working in corporate companies. And if you've ever done that, you know, it takes forever to make changes and implement new things. There's too much red tape, too many levels of approval. It can really be a nightmare. As a small business CEO, you have so much more power from that perspective because you can react to trends in the marketplace much faster than anyone else. The best advice I can give you is to create an environment that allows for progress. Keep your ears and eyes open. Don't run your business in an echo chamber and put your customers first. At this point, a lot of the chaos has subsided. Thank goodness. And while change is happening, it's likely going to be at least a bit slower than it was earlier in the year. But I don't know. Is it going to go back to the way it was before? Probably not. So going into 2021 is the perfect time to really step back, take a look at your business, and see where to go next. I'm sure you've heard me talk about campaign postmortems or campaign recaps. You can use this same concept for your entire business looking back over 2020. If you need a refresher, go back to episode 11 and take a listen because I talk more about this and that link will be in the show notes. Block out some time to gather up your team and look back over 2020. What went well? What didn't go so well? What did you screw up and what did you miss? How does your business look different today than it did before COVID? Get as many people in your company involved in the discussion as possible because everyone will have a little bit of a different perspective based on how they interact in the business on a day-to-day basis. And then take a deep dive on your numbers. If you had an in-person component to your business before that maybe you're not going to be able to bring it back for 2021 because we don't know what's going to happen. How else can you infuse that experience into your e-commerce business going forward? Is it more video content on social, live sales or trunk shows, or even individual product videos with an actual person in them talking about a product the same way you would in person? Do you already have content you've created that you can repurpose for this? Go back through your social media library Where else can you use that content? Put it on your website. Do you create a library of this content? Do you just reshare that content? How does your business fit into the new landscape? Do you have to make adjustments to your product assortment? Are you leaning more heavily into loungewear or items that are visible on a Zoom call? Does your messaging need to change or did you already do that halfway through the pandemic and realize, sweet, this is landing really well, let's keep moving forward with it? And how can you make the customer experience better? Are there tools out there to help you do that? Is it time to consider advanced site personalization, a better customer service platform, or maybe you just need to finally get those email automations set up and optimized to build that relationship with your customer? There is always more to learn, to test, and improve. And if you need help figuring all that out, let's chat. I would love to support you in the growth of your business. It's what I do. You can find the link to book a free 30-minute call with me in the show notes. Okay. That's our show for today. Take a deep breath. You've totally got this. You are an e-commerce badass. Your only action step for today is to put a date on your calendar to meet with your team or yourself if you're a one-person show to revisit this and start working through 
what 2021 is going to look like for you and your business. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'm getting a bit more personal and sharing some of my own reflections of 2020 and what's coming for e-commerce badassery. Until next time, e-commerce friends, I'll see you on the flip side. so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.